Hello, everybody. Happy Friday, and welcome back to Just For a Podcast, a high school musical, the musical to series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. We're on, I don't know what week of quarantine. I haven't seen a human in five months. I know. Mine just got extended to the end of May. Oh, I'm struggling. What have you been up to? Uh, um, I've been watching Outer Banks per your request. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. <laughs> I watched it twice in two days. <laughs> I just finished it for the second time yesterday. If y'all have not watched it yet, please stream Outer Banks on Netflix. It's so good. <laughs> It's like really, I actually got a lot of my friends watching it. Like, they're up late texting me about it. It's so good. Like, you can't stop watching it once you start. It gets wild. Like, I remember texting you. I think it was like episode five or something. And I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. And then you and Callie were like, just wait. My best friend today said that she watched the first episode and stopped because she was bored. And I just. (gasps) I well, well, okay. So I've seen a lot of people online saying that it starts slow and that then it gets crazy. I was never personally bored by it, but I made her promise me. I I said watch through episode four, and if you don't want to keep going, you don't have to. But at least get. To I was that never point. bored. No, I was never bored by it. It hooked me. I feel me like in. it just started slow because they had to do all the intros. Well, did the show hook me or did JJ hook me? (laughs) Ivy's obsessed with Rudy. Nonstop gifts getting sent to me. Rudy Pankow, if you're listening, DM me. (laughs) (laughs) That edit you sent me this morning, though? Okay. (laughs) Y'all don't... Oh, that was TikTok, because for whatever reason, I've got a comment on Rudy's TikTok going viral. Don't know. But um, y'all don't know, but there is a singer, Max. He sings that song, Lights Down Low. Y'all probably heard that. Oh, turn the lights, turn the lights down low. Yeah, Max. Okay, he's one of my favorite (laughs) artists. I wake up this morning... Get on Twitter doing my daily scroll through the timeline. And there is an edit of JJ from Outer Banks to a Max song. And I was like, it's too early for the hits. I mean, it was a good edit. Uh Uh-huh. That man. Oh, y'all. I was texting Lauren the other night about this man. It was one something in the morning. I was full on delusional. I woke up the <laughs> next morning. I don't remember texting her, but I <laughs> just <laughs> you just go. <laughs> just, just you said that you, I didn't even notice that you were delusional or anything. I was like, oh, she really likes this dude. I guess. <laughs> No, I texted her. <laughs> what What did I say, Lauren? <laughs> just Just tell them. I, I gotta go back because it it's so funny. Give me Give me a second. <laughs> I was full on out of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm reading this back. It's so funny. Out of nowhere, 
the the last text I sent, let I was like, let's record Camp Rock on Wednesday, and then out of the blue, she goes, "This man is too nice to ruin my hent- my mental health." So just let my physical health deteriorate while smoking with <laughs> Literally me mute. Ivy just throws the scene. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What was the one after that? Which one? The This is the first male celeb I would let, literally let wreck me? Not that one. <laughs> Just give me a mango flavored smooch afterward. <laughs> that one. <laughs> I was dying. Y'all, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> and and me just me like casually. What's everyone's ages? And then you're just throwing this on me. <laughs> oh. Honestly, I don't blame you. Well, you it's guys, we have, to, we have a connection to the show, you guys. Oh, we do. I was so surprised. I had no idea. Well, tell them. The guy who plays Shroop. Sh- Shoop. Shoop. <laughs> Officer Shoop is played by Colin Moss, who we know from One Tree Hill conventions. He was in One Tree Hill, and he played Junk. I'm a One Tree Hill fan. <laughs> <laughs> Like that took you long enough. Um, if I, I would have Colin and Colin's name, oh mixed Colin, up. yeah. Uh, if I would have known about this, I would have. <laughs> what would you have done? It, oh, in October, if I would have known about this in October when I was sitting two people when they made me sit at Drew's table, oh, yeah. I would have been like, so Colin. You know Rudy? <laughs> tell him, brother. Tell him I say hi. That could have been my. I mean, that I got co- some blackmail on him, so. Lauren, that could have been my in. I know. That could have been my it's connection. Like season two. Season two. We got it. We got it. Okay. Oh, also, we got a voice message, which I want to play now instead of later, just so. Because it's not related to Camp Rock, just so we get it out of the way. Oh, oh yeah, and I want to hear it. I haven't heard it. I haven't listened to it all the way through. I just started playing it to make sure. Okay. Alright, guys. So, I'm going to do a High School Musical Musical series prediction for you guys. I love your show. I hope that you guys like my predictions that I made. Be Ashlyn. Yep, definitely Ashlyn, 100%. Mrs. Posh will be the queen, of course, Courtney. I would definitely do Courtney. And the beast is Ricky, which I think is the funniest thing. I don't know why, it just is. Gaston would absolutely, absolutely, absolutely be EJ Cosmo. And then Chip would be vigorous. That would be hilarious. <laughs> and then, then Luminaire is Seb. So cute. And then Cogbert is Carlos. Solos. All right. I definitely. Wait, who did they say Beast would be? Ricky. Oh. That's the only one I missed. I definitely feel. EJ as Gaston. 
I think that'd be so cool to see. And I would want to see his more comedic side be brought out. So I totally agree. Yeah. I definitely also... Dude, Ashlyn as Belle would be... I know you would start crying. (laughs) I would. We stand Miss Julia. Also, Tim Federley, Julia, anyone, if you're listening, if we have a gift that we want to send you all, where can we send it to? Because we cooking something up. We're cooking something up, but we don't know where to send it once it is finished. Yeah, I... Like, I want Ricky to be Beast, but also, I don't know. I feel like it's so predictable that they might not do it. Yeah. Oh, well, also that message was from Isabella Marty. So thank you, Isabella, for sending in your thoughts. We should play that back when we do our, like, season, when we start season two. Oh, yeah, in comparison, yeah. Yeah, and then also what we did, what we predicted. Okay, well, now that we've chit-chat about... Outer Banks in my 1am delusion. Uh, what are we talking about this week, Lauren? We're covering Camp Rock from 2008. Whew. Oh, I was going to say the way you said 2008. I'm like, oh. Ugh, so long ago. 12. I think I was in 7th grade. 12 Ugh, years. 12 years. That's gross. Oh, I still have my... Shane Gray blanket. I saw my Shane Gray pillow and um, eye mask set. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so a synopsis of Camp Rock. We have, when teen Mitchie finally gets a chance to attend the music camp of her dreams, she discovers that many of the campers have famous pedigrees. After an encounter with the arrogant singer of the popular group Connect 3, Mitchie may be well on her way to making her vocal pipe dream a reality. She'll just have to take her chance with confidence and never look back. Wow. Wait, Mom, come here. What are your memories of me watching Camp Rock as a kid? What do you mean the memories? Like, what, <laughs> what were <laughs> Like, anything pop out to you? Other than you watched it religiously and had every song memorized. <laughs> went around the house singing it. Yes, definitely. <laughs> Yeah. I had all the merchandise. All the merchandise, all the characters, yeah. Who you crushed on the most, yeah. Who? Stuff. Well, of course, Joe. I don't know what his character <laughs> was, though. Mom's was, a mom's a Nick girl. Yeah, I'm, um, a, Nick, I'm a Nick girl. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Joe's a close second, but I'm a Nick That's girl. Good. Mom was amazed at uh, when Sucker came out and Kevin was on screen. Mom said, oh, Kevin looks hot Well, now. he got better. I mean, you know, he wasn't terrible, but you know what I'm saying, right? When they first yeah. came out, you know, it was always Joe and Nick and Kevin, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but, no, yeah. Right. Yeah, I was surprised. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a big part of my childhood. Yep. Yep. You loved it. Well, thank you, Mom. Well, you're welcome, David. <laughs> what about you, Lauren? What's your history? What do, what do you remember about this as a child? I remember getting hated on by all my friends because none of them liked Camp Rock. I, and I have no clue why. I was just, like, constantly playing it. I, I held a sleepover, and I played Camp Rock, and no one was dancing with me. <laughs> 
All these people on TikTok, there's these two sisters. They do, um, they they have this kind of serious thing going where they post videos where they do a Disney Channel original movie dance like once a day until I don't even know until what. I think they just keep going. But they did they did the We Rock dance at one point, and I was thinking I wouldn't even have to learn this. I remember this from the tutorial. Exactly. I remember it being in my living room at my old house and just constantly playing that tutorial and learning it. <laughs> Why don't they do those anymore? Those were so fun. I just remember Allison Stoner, front and center. Truly. Allison Stoner, dance god. Truly. Missy Elliott. Oh. <laughs> okay, wait. So were you like, who were you the biggest fan of between Demi, Selena, and Miley? Because this was like that era. We all know out of the uh, three Jonas Brothers, we're both Joe girls, so we don't yes. have to go over that. <laughs> um, m- musically, I think I listened to Selena more, but when Demi's first album came, did Don't Forget come out before or after this movie? I feel like it came out after. Cause like, when- I think they played Get Back, like, <clears throat> during this era, but after, like, the movie. Because when... Her album came out. I listened to that a lot. It's still, like, I play it in my car all the time. I love Don't Forget. But I listened to Selena's CDs, like, 24-7. Mine was definitely, like, Demi was at top, and then it was Miley, and then it was Selena. (laughs) I'm not judging. I I have no problem with that. But, no, I... I had Miley's solo albums up to a point, but I think I listened to Selena the most consistently Mm. out of them. And I saw her the first time. Well, I don't know why I said the first time. I've only seen her that one time. I saw her (laughs) in 2016 on the Revival Tour when DNCE was her opener. Oh, that's the tour that I met DNCE. Cries. I, I miss Dancy. That was the first time I had seen any of the Jonas Brothers since the first concert I saw them at in 2009. Oh, wow. And I had a sign for Joe, and he winked and pointed at me, and we made, like, dead eye contact, and because it was a Selena concert, but I was a DNCE stan... <laughs> And I was one of the few people in the pit that actually knew DNCE's music on top of Selena's. And we made, like, dead eye contact, and we're both singing. And in my mind, I was like, oh, best moment of my life. Ugh, I miss that feeling. So the movie opens up with the song, Who Will I Be? What's your first note, Lauren? 
I like how she has the burn CD of Mitchie's tunes. I used to make burn CDs all the time. <laughs> my sister would make me ones for different occasions. I still have them all in my car. She would make me one for my birthday or if I had a long road trip going on. Aw. Yeah. I wrote down that... That's so cute. She has a poster on her wall for B-Town Crew, whoever that is. Represent? <laughs> I have no idea. And she has the same poster of the same girl three times in different spots in her room. It's just in different sizes. Oh, gosh. She's a true stan. She's a stan. Her room is extremely purple, by the way. It's very purple. I wrote... And who has time to play the keyboard and guitar during their morning routine? (laughs) And try on 15 different outfits. Yeah, laid out the night before. I wouldn't even do that, but I definitely didn't try on more than... Three was probably max for me if there was a day where I was going to dress up. That's shit. Not not put on a whole... Uh, I wrote, I stand Maria Canals Barrera. (laughs) We know you do. (laughs) I love her. And she's like the perfect one for this movie. She's great. And her daughter has a TikTok and she'll bring her into TikToks and it's so cute. Oh what? Send me some. <laughs> um, so Mitchie turns on the TV and it's this show, Hot Tunes, I guess it's just like a tabloid show. And Shane Gray, who is in the band Connect 3, is being a drama queen, has some bad PR going on, and their tour is canceled. Honestly, tell me why every time I hear that line, it, like, hits me. <laughs> flashback flashback to 2013. That's what it is. Flashback to 2013 and flashbacks to... Right now? 2020 Vegas. <laughs> I was going to say literally right now, everything yeah. getting moved and canceled. Ugh, that hurts. We find out that Mitchie has been leaving brochures for the camp, camp rock everywhere in the fridge. In not so subtly, not subtly at all. And Connie, her mom, tells her that the camp is too expensive. And this, this is the line that I don't get, and I don't know what? if. You've ever linked this together, but I think this every time I watch this movie. She says that it's too expensive and that her catering business is taking off. But then, spoiler alert, which I... (laughs) Mitchie gets to go to the camp. And Connie's excuse is that business is slow in the summer. Yeah, I... I remember those lines and I did not connect that until now. <laughs> yeah, because she says, my catering business is really taking off and blah, blah, blah. And then when Connie and her dad tell her that she can go, she says, business is slow in the summer and I'm going to cater for the camp. You just said your business was taking off. Make up your mind, Connie. I'm so confused. <laughs> tell us the truth. Where Do you know where this show is set or where this movie is set? No, I was going to ask you that. <laughs> I don't know if it's ever explained. I don't think it is. I don't even know where it's filmed. Oh, wait, I do know where Camp Rock is. Never mind. It was filmed you, at, go. at Kilku Camp, two hours outside of Toronto, because I was going to go. They still have the, the big Camp Rock 
sign up at the entrance, but I mean, that's about it. But I was going to go whenever I went to Toronto to see the Jonas Brothers, but it was so far outside and I already had a long drive home, so that didn't end up happening. But it's fine, we'll go. Yeah. So Mitchie's parents tell her she gets to go to the camp and she arrives at the camp. There's a kid banging his drumsticks on the tour bus and everybody's dancing and then Tess... Did you notice that the cars are like parked crooked on the grass? No. It looked so weird. I was like, what's the point of this? (laughs) Tess comes out of the limo with a natural wind hitting her hair. Oh yeah, classic. Classic wind blowing your hair back. Um, another person that's been on TikTok a lot lately that I've been loving is Anna Maria Perez de Taglia. <laughs> I used to love her so much. She's been making so many TikToks relating to Camp Rock and Hannah Montana. And oh my god. I love it. She she made one the other day when um when her character in Hannah Montana could not sing. And Oh yeah. It was was she Amber or Ashley? She was Ashley, I, right? I don't know. But when the other one could sing and she couldn't, and they yeah. were having like a contest or whatever for one of them to sing with Hannah Montana, and one of them won, so Miley was like, why do I have to sing with her, blah, blah, blah. But whenever she was like, snaps and claps only, but she made a TikTok relating to that, and she said... When your character on TV can't sing, but you really sing this, and she start sing like this, and she started singing "Part of Your World" from Little Mermaid. Oh my god! Can you send that to me too? You yes. You just have to send me all the TikToks you talk about. In yes. Episodes. We get introduced to Caitlin. I like how Caitlin plays her music for like literally 0.2 seconds, and then she's like, "Cool." Lauren. What? Lauren. What? I wrote plays 0.2 seconds. Me too. <laughs> what the hell? Dude, why are we on the same wavelength? <laughs> she goes, bup, 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 and then that's it. And then she's like, cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so Caitlin is. Also, why are their cabins so nice? Their cabins are really nice. Uh, D. What? I'm sorry. What is Dee's character? She's like a hype woman. That's literally it. She's just excited all the time. Yeah, that's literally her job. Um, Connect three are arriving at the camp because it turns out that Shane has to stay at the camp for good PR and be a counselor. Oh my god, I love this scene because when how they recently made that TikTok recreating it, when yeah. they dressed up like their old characters. Oh my god, we should get sponsored by TikTok. That's all we talk about. <laughs> we really do. <laughs> this is now a TikTok slash Outer Banks podcast. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I still think it's weird that they're not supposed to be brothers in the movie. It is weird that they're just bandmates. Yeah. This is where Connect 3 connected. <laughs> <laughs> I was just in the process of coughing and then he said that. <laughs> Um, we get our first time of Jason saying that he wants a birdhouse. Yeah. Jason, Jason is underrated. Uh, they just always make Kevin the stupid character. 
I know. Kevin's my number two. Oh, we 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 know. Yeah. <laughs> Mitchie passes Tess's cabin and she sees Tess yelling at Peggy and Ella because apparently it's the first day and they're already rehearsing for final and jam. Their, their cabin is called Cabin Vibe. I saw that too. <laughs> we get one I never noticed that. We get arguably one of the best lines in this movie. Shane on the phone with Nate. And he says, I've learned my lesson. I showered in cold water. I looked at a tree. <laughs> I need hair products. <laughs> oh, and then screaming girls start chasing him. And he hides and he hears Mitchie singing. Oh, well, we didn't mention Mitchie's. Mitchie has to help out with her mom in the kitchen for the summer. Yeah. That's her. That's her, right. That's she her, was able to go. Yeah, that's her deal. Um, but she was setting up some, it wasn't in the dining hall, it was just a random picnic table in this room with the piano, and she starts playing it and singing, and Shane hears her. And then we have the opening night jam, because there's about 20 different jams in this movie. Wait. They have a jam, like, twice a day. Wait, let's count this out. Let's count out. How many do they have? They've got opening night jam. Open night. Pajama jam. Pajama jam. Campfire jam. Beach jam. Beach jam. Final jam. That's final jam session. Final fi- jam jam session. Yeah, final jam jam session. That's six. We have six jams in this movie. At least. <laughs> but yeah, we get the song What It Takes, and there's another TikTok about this. <laughs> and it was this dude with what it was a green screen background and he it said uh camp rockers trying to eat while lola is singing in the background it was either this or can't back down i think it was the it was this it was this for sure but he was eating and it was just in the background like who God, what it takes to be my guy, and he's eating at first, and then he starts to like get into it as he's eating, and it was so funny. This song is a bop. <laughs> this was the beginning of the fat sneaker era. Oh, for sure. God, just these outfits in general. Jordan Francis and Rashawn Fagan are extremely underrated. They're so good in these movies. How many times in my life have I said, Graham Crackers? I don't know. <laughs> Crackers. <laughs> Graham Crackers. I saw it. I saw it. Rashawn Fagan once when what? we used to do like mall tours. <laughs> What? <laughs> I he came to my local mall. I didn't know this. Yeah, I, I, it was random. It was weird. I have no photo. <laughs> I saw a picture of Jordan Francis holding that from Camp Rock 2 on Twitter one time, and it just said, I can hear this photo. <laughs> Graham crackers. Graham crackers. 
Oh, this is when Manchi starts to learn that everyone has famous parents. Yeah, everybody has famous parents. Caitlin's parents, did she say work for a cruise line? Or is that what? Yeah, Tess said something about that they were on a cruise line. Tess's mom is, I guess, TJ Tyler, right? Yeah. Lola's mom's on Broadway. They all got something. Yeah, so Mitchie cuts off Caitlin for one. Um, and she introduces herself to Tess. And when she says her dad owns a hardware store, they all kind of, uh So They're like, bye. Yeah, so then she lies about her mom's job and says that her mom is president of Hot Tunes TV in China. So random. But then she gets invited to their cabin. And apparently there's a VIP section in the mess hall. I wrote that down, too. She said, come stay with us in the VIP section. And I was like, where? Where is this? (laughs) So they get to the cabin. Why does she give Mitchie Peggy's bed? I know. It's because it's the bed next to hers. There's literally an open bed. And Mitchie says... Which one is mine? And then she just points at Peggy's while Peggy already has all of her stuff out. Why do you not just be like, oh, the open bed is over there? Because Tess is a bichacho. Well, Mitchie's dumb for even asking which one's hers. It's the the empty bed. That's yours. Also, why is Tess holding like a J14 poster of her mom as she's calling her mom? (laughs) Why does she have the same poster of her mom over her bed side by side? Yeah, just, as you said, like, different sizes. (laughs) Two posters of her mother, same thing, side by side, right above her bed. And we find out that her mom gave her a charm bracelet, and every time she wins a Grammy, she gives her daughter another charm bracelet. And, I mean, I was going to say Demi, and Mitchie calls it Blingalicious. I've I've never enjoyed the phrase bling. Me neither. Only (laughs) only time I would ever say it is like in Cheetah Girls. Ka-ching, ka-ching, bling, bling, bling. (laughs) (laughs) Better than bling delicious. So when they wake up in the morning, Mitchie's up earlier than everybody else because she has to sneak out to help her mom with the food. Somehow... Tess doesn't wake up to this giant alarm clock. (laughs) No one hears it. I'm, my body goes back and forth between being a light sleeper and being like dead because if I hear, once I'm asleep, I am knocked out. But if I hear anyone's alarm, I'll be up. Yeah. It's weird and it's annoying. That's why I feel so bad every time I stay with you because for whatever reason and Salt Lake City is was we don't know yet but salt lake city will be the first time that i don't have to leave at an obnoxious hour of the day because i always feel bad when i'm with you because my alarm goes off at like 2 a.m honestly when you had to catch that one flight i did not wake up (laughs) oh no you are gone um i wrote i don't understand why she wanted to go to a music camp so bad if she's scared to sing in front of people that's true (laughs) She begged like and she was begging her mom. Yes, she begged and begged to go to this music camp, but then will not sing in front of people. What did you think was gonna happen? That's true. It's like 
<laughs> you gotta learn, Mitchie. Mitchie sings in front of the class because we get Brown's line. I know you're singing a solo, but it's so low, I can't hear you. <laughs> wow, that was... I thought you were Brown right there. Oh, that's me. <laughs> it, was, it was actually me. I was wearing fake facial hair and a wig. Uh, and jo- Joe Jonas was playing my nephew. So... <laughs> That was it. That is an iconic line, though. I may have been nine when this came out, but that was it. Um, So Tess is getting intimidated by Miss Mitchie. Yeah. I wrote, what is Tess's clutch fanny pack? I know. Honestly, though, I'd, like, wear that now. (laughs) It looks like a clutch with a thin strap that she just managed to put around her tiny little waist. And it, it's there, it like, like, but it looks like it's part of the purse she was wearing earlier in the sh- in the movie when she arrives. Oh in yeah, the white pants. Yeah, looks like she just DIY'd it. So Shane storms into the kitchen area. Oh well, I skipped. A, um, Tess tells Mitchie not to do a solo at Final Jam. Oh yeah, she convinces her to join the group. Yeah. And then Shane is storming into the kitchen to complain about his dietary restrictions. (laughs) And we get the iconic flower scene. Yeah. And she just kicks flour on her face. Yeah, Mitchie flings flour on her face so that he will not recognize her. And she sasses him right back. And he says, who are you? And she says, a person. And there's a way a you talk to a person, and that's not it. That was some Jess Golson vibes right there. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> but you see, the difference is he came in being rude. Jessica was the one that just naturally started being True. rude. <laughs> I will go Mitchie down. Said, not today, shit. I will go down not liking Jessica Olsen. You can't make me like her. I know, and I won't even try. <laughs> um, we get the iconic hip-hop dance scene. Yeah. Apparently he's teaching hip-hop dance at two. This is not hip-hop dance. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but it's this horrible. Is hat and mic choreo. <laughs> yeah. Grab a mic and a hat, the way that starts off. Okay. <laughs> uh, we get start the party, this montage to them dancing. And then when they're in the kitchen, is this the, this is the next morning. Uh, they have trumpet soda dispensers. Honestly, I, those are lit. I always thought those were so cool. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> um, I put in quotation marks, definite no-no, because that line has always bothered me. Definite <laughs> no-no. Morning carbs, definite no-no. And then Mitchie convinces them that she's like a world famous cook <laughs> and she's cooked for jessica and nick pre pre breakup the way ella says jessica ate these eggs and then she like digs in <laughs> i've always liked that part um shane is outside his cabin playing his guitar and he tells brown that he wants to change the group's sound because it doesn't sound like their cookie cutter pop car st- Pop star. He's already inspired by Camp Rock. Um, and this is the Campfire Jam, our second jam, where 
Mitchie, Ella, and Peggy are singing back up to Tess to the song Too Cool. these sparkly outfits with leggings. <laughs> oh, I love how she even made the dance. We can test the shoulder move. I wrote that down. That has scared me. That that dance move has scarred me for my whole <laughs> life. I swear. I have never... When this movie came out, as I said, I was like nine. I didn't even understand at that point in time. How does your shoulder I know. How do you move do that? like that? I never even tried to do it when I was little. <laughs> you guys uh, can't see, but we're both trying. <laughs> Caitlin calls out Mitchie for singing backup. Because Caitlin told her that basically the second that Tess found out she sang well, that she was going to get stuck singing backup if she continued to be friends with Tess. Yeah, and Mitchie is clearly, like, not having it while she, like, literally mid-performance. I love the sweat on the face. <laughs> um, or the emotional. Oh. Don't, don't take it personal. Don't get emotional. God. These moves. <laughs> um... The next day, Mitchie's walking along the water dramatically, and... She hears Shane playing his guitar, and I don't know what happens in this conversation. I didn't write it down. <laughs> this is the one when he, like, kind of gets defensive, right? And he, they talk about the stupid cookie cutter pop star stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and she says, I know one... And then we get the beach fight. I know one girl who would buy that song. Why are they eating plain noodles? Yeah, I said, I wrote food fight with unsauced spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> it's just noodles because they have little bowls in the middle of the plate with the noodles on them, but they had veggies or something in them. It wasn't spaghetti sauce. Yeah. They're literally just eating plain noodles. And it looks disgusting. And Mitchie gets stuck in the middle of Tess and Caitlin having a food fight. So Brown pulls his little and pulls them all into his office. And Caitlin gets put on kitchen duty. Yeah, because technically she threw it first. But Tess did the little shimmy thing with her plate first. Yeah, Tess just straight up dropped it on her. Um, the next day... And then we get Mr. Dada Find You. I need to try to get to where you are Could it be you're not that far you're the voice I hear inside my head The reason that I'm singing I need to find you I gotta find you You're the missing piece I need the song inside of me I need to find you I gotta find you <laughs> I gotta sit down <laughs> Gotta, gotta take a break. 
<laughs> if you haven't found her, now she doesn't want to be found. Um, uh, the, you seem different. Good different. Oh, God. That <laughs> line. Oh, yeah. But we get Gotta Find You. And Mitchie says... Do you like this song, Ivy? <laughs> I didn't mind it before tour. Yeah, no. Honestly, I really liked the song when I was younger, but then... Once Happiness Begins tour came, oof. HBT ruined this song for me. I have that one video of me, like, at Barricade and, like, pretending to fall asleep during this song. I don't even... I don't think it's the song that I didn't like. It was the fact that they were playing it on a Jonas Brothers tour that bothered me. Yeah. I wasn't as bothered with the fact that they threw play my music into Mandy's Megamix, but I was bothered by the fact that they played this as a whole song. Yeah, I mean, on the, every time Play My Music came on, I'm not gonna lie, I was going crazy. Oh, I love that song. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Mitchie says, I don't lie. And I'm like, girl. Liar. Yeah. You're, you're lying right now. <laughs> she gets scared that he knows she worked in the kitchen because she was carrying this giant box of tortilla chips and sat them down, and she says that she has to go, and he says, back to the kitchen. And she's like, oh. Yeah, no. <laughs> she goes, what? Caitlin's iconic purse earrings. Oh, my gosh. We stand. I have loved those <laughs> for years. Yeah, Caitlin shows up to the kitchen, and this is when she finds out that Mitchie is Connie's daughter. Yeah, and Mitchie looks gross in the scene when she gets all dirty. Ew, yeah, the mop water and ugh. Dude, Caitlin, Caitlin's line here, it hurts. Which one? When she says, she says a lot of lines. Well, when she says, oh, this is rich, but apparently you're not. Yeah. Oh, shots fired. I was just like, oh, that hit. <laughs> that hit. <laughs> oh, um. The next day, Tess is walking with all of her little minions, and she says that the magazine says she's Shane's type, and I'm thinking, this was absolutely me reading Tiger Beat as a child. 100%. And how, like, green is Shane's favorite color, so now my favorite color is green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're wearing green to the pajama That's gym. the most realistic part of this movie. The best thing about Tiger Beat was when they would have those quizzes where... It would, the the quizzes, it would branch like a family tree. It would start off with the one question. Yeah. And you would answer it with this, and they would keep going down, and then the bottom would have who you're going to be with or whatever. Those quizzes are superior to the quizzes that were like, you keep tally of like A, B, or C, or D. Like, that was annoying. Those Just took so long. Yeah. <laughs> I still can't believe I got freaking topper on which outer banks character would you be with i haven't taken that yet because i didn't watch it when you sent it so i'll take that later you didn't watch not when you sent it oh i got topper and i was mad (laughs) we know (laughs) um i would have literally taken anyone except topper and rafe and they threw that at me um (laughs) so at the pajama jam they're wearing high socks with Uggs. They look like 
country club workers. <laughs> yeah, so all the backup singers are wearing the same thing, and Tess comes in all blinged out and. And like a nightgown. Yeah. And she says, but we get not the least. iconic set. She's really good. Iconic. I love uh, when people like dub it with a different song. <laughs> yes. She's really good. Um, She's a rip. <laughs> and Tess gets mad because she sees Shane vibing to Caitlyn. And then she screams and says there's a snake on the ground. And then we get the whatever major loser. Oh my god, I used to do that all the time. Same. <laughs> After this movie came out. And you could tell who in school had seen this and who had not. Because this was that was not a thing. Before this no. movie. And I definitely I remember getting in trouble for doing it. Because oh. I did it to someone who didn't know what it meant. And I told them. And then I got in trouble. <laughs> uh, um, this whole movie, Shane is so annoyed with Tess. So I don't know how she thinks that they're going to end up together. I know. But on the other hand, I feel like she doesn't see his reactions to her. So yeah. she doesn't know. The next day, Mitchie and Caitlin are helping set up because they're still on the kitchen duty. I wrote, I've always loved those balloons. Me too. With the music note. I like note. the whole theme night. And the eighth note, cupcakes that Connie shows them do not have enough icing. Oh, no. That's the but only icing I on it. That, like, only like the, cup, the cake part of the cupcake. Oh, I forgot you're like that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> the, we get the iconic... Shane Gray is looking for the girl with the voice. <laughs> what the hell is that? And he, I like, we get the classic gossip scene, spreading the gossip. Shane Gray is looking for the girl with the voice. The girl with eyes. Like, what? <laughs> Shane Gray is looking for the girl with legs. Like, I'm like, the voice. What voice? What the voice? Cool. Well, that's why he gets all those girls with different voices coming at him. He didn't specify. They had to throw in shirtless Joe Jonas for 30 seconds in this movie. <laughs> they had to draw in us little children. They had to draw in my nine-year-old self with shirtless Joe Jonas. <laughs> Dude. So all these girls are chasing after... I almost said Joe. Chasing after Shane, singing... And Mitchie comes up to him and hears him playing, and he says something so smooth. What line? (laughs) Whenever Mitchie goes up to the canoes and she says, does your voice sound better over here? And he says, why don't we get in one of these things and you can tell me? Snaps. I was like, oh. Snaps. Shane Gray. Oh, Shane. (laughs) Uh, This is when Tess sees Shane and Mitchie in the canoe, and she gets mad. She finds out the secret. Yeah, she finds out the secret. Um, Nate and Jason, which is Nick and Kevin Jonas, for all of you uncultured swines, um, show up at camp and they sing Play My Music.
bop. I literally wrote, oh my god, I miss the Jonas Brothers. Stop. <laughs> why Maybe did some good Jonas content lately? Though. Why did this movie make me miss them more than the documentary, though? No, seriously. <laughs> like, watching this I, hit me more than the like, documentary. Um, I think because we were disappointed, low-key. Mm, yeah. And that's the tea. Um, after they sing, Tess exposes Mitchie. This was so dramatic. It really was. And Shane goes off. Yeah, Shane thinks she, she tricked him. I thought you were different. Was- yeah, because that was something that they were... What'd you drop? My phone. Um, that was something that they were supposed to be bonding over in the canoe was that he's always got people coming up to him because he's famous. And he said he was sure that she got that with her mom working with celebrities, everybody trying to use her. So he feels like she betrayed him. And Mitchie cries. Yeah. Tess steals Mitchie's songbook because she hears... That Shane sang a little bit of one of her songs. And I wrote down, I had the same construction paper that Mitchie uses for her songbook. <laughs> and as a kid, I felt so cool that I had that. I was like, oh, oh my, my God, gosh, so I cool. have that. And I'm pretty sure I used the yellow and green sheet and wrote Mitchie's songs on it and made... Like, you didn't even write Ivy songs? <laughs> no, I wanted to recreate it to the T. I feel that. Mitchie is sitting in the corner crying in class because Shane is... Oh my god, that's just... Shane's indirecting her <laughs> in front of everyone. Yeah, she's too much, like, curled up in the corner. <laughs> Honestly, then... I just wouldn't even go to the class. No, and then she calls out Tess... And she basically is like, nobody cares what you think. You're all about being better than everybody else. And then Tess gets bitter and hides her bracelet and frames Mitchie and Caitlin for it. And Brown says they can't do anything until the end of Final Jam. (laughs) He says it about 18 times. The end of Final Jam. They don't catch on until like... (laughs) Literally the day of Final Jam. Like, five days later. (laughs) Yeah. um, At Final Jam, Ella and Peggy ditch Tess because she's being a brat. Like, she has the whole movie. Ella jumps in with Xander and... What's his Uh, name? uh, What's his name? (laughs) Oh, my God. We have to look it up. It's going to bother me. Xander... Is it like Baron? I, I think. I don't even know which one was which. I just know Sander and Baron. Yeah. Okay, I knew it was Baron. Okay. Why are, why are Jordan Francis and Rashawn Fagan up higher in the cast list than Kevin and Nick Jonas? <laughs> really? It makes a lot more sense now how little of Kevin and Nick we saw in this movie with the fact that with Chasing Happiness, we found out basically that they just wanted it to be Joe. Oh, yeah. And the Jonases, the Jonai said, it's all of us and none of us. Yeah, they actually really, their scenes are so short. Yeah. Um, Yeah, Yeah, we get hostile and we stunned. Yeah. We want to stay, 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 stay.
We got that trampoline choreo and those baseball moves. Dude, the the trampoline choreo was so (laughs) cool when I was a kid. Oh, I thought it was so cool. Um, And then Tess is going to sing Two Stars. And she sees that her mother is there. And yeah. her mom takes a phone call in the middle of <laughs> while she's singing. And Tess like trips and almost falls off the stage. The dramatic gasp when she trips. Like she's fine, everyone. <laughs> she literally just she gets hit by one of her mirrors, right? Or she does she get hit or she trips? I think she trips, but the whole crowd so. goes. <gasps> <laughs> and then it's silent. And she runs off stage. <laughs> and then she literally sits like Mitchie was sitting in class and starts crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing. You just have to, like, grab your knees and sit there and cry in this movie. Um, and then... That's how you deal with it. They say they have a last-minute entry of Margaret Dupree, which is Peggy. But it's not Jasmine singing. Oh. Which was a scandal back in the day. <laughs> no, she sings Here I Am. And we get another classic decom move of flashbacks to things that just happened. Yeah. We, we see literally the scene before when they leave. The Can group. I tell you a secret? Yeah. I fast forwarded through this song yesterday when I was watching. Yeah, I, <laughs> I was hitting that 10 seconds. Me too. <laughs> I have hated this song since this movie came out. Me too. It's so it's boring. It makes me so mad that she won. It's so boring. <laughs> like, I understand the principle of it, but... I know, I get that she's standing up to Tess, and she's actually, like, cue back to Mitchie. She's really good, but... <laughs> but it's so boring. It's so boring, and, like, she's, she's not even a good lip singer, so it's like, why am I watching this? <laughs> And then Brown, after Peggy, comes out and says that it is officially the end of Final Jam. And Nate, Jason, and Shane go back to start judging. So Mitchie comes on out and This Is Me starts playing.
That's the song. You know what I have noticed about this song since I was a cheering? What? Her weird crouch dance move thing. Oh, the, the way she looks like she has... That one? She looks like she's got to pee. Her legs are like this. And she goes like this. Like, I wish you guys could have saw what I just saw. Like, this is the form. Like, yeah, with the mic, holding the mic. <laughs> and since I was a kid, I have been like, why does she look like she's got to pee? Like, we, we needed Kenny Ortega for this. <laughs> I know. Kenny could have killed this choreo right here, but that wasn't it. Um, <sighs> okay, but Jemmy forever. Oh, truly. <laughs> what? No, back in the day, I was so into Jemmy. <laughs> I... I didn't process what you said at first. <laughs> no. She, Joe doesn't. Joe and Sophie are, are my true I thought you Joby. said Demi forever, and I said truly, and then I was like, wait, she said Jemmy. No, I said Jemmy. Wouldn't change a thing. Demi would come and drop kick you if she heard you say that. I no, I mean, I was Jemmy forever back in the day. Um, the hand holding used to kill me. Yeah, so Shane joins in with Gotta Find You, and then they hold hands at the end. And Peggy wins final jam. She gets a giant freaking trophy. Um, and a chance to record with Shane Gray. Yeah. Um, Tess apologizes. And then... You they, know that silver tie necklace that Caitlin was wearing? Yes. I definitely had that, and it was from Claire's. Okay, so I wrote down, I love Allison Stoner. And do you remember... When she was on That's So Raven. Yes. When she was little. That was one of my favorite episodes. She played... She was on a show that basically was the Disney version of Happy Days, but they couldn't call it Happy (laughs) Days. And she did that dance... She was doing, like, a talent show at school with Corey, and she fell off stage and broke her leg and her agent or whoever was working on the show was so mad because she couldn't film because it was the same episode that Corey was in the happy days show because he had one line and it was delivery and he couldn't figure out how he wanted to say it oh my god now you make me want to rewatch it he was like delivery delivery Corey. I think that Corey. every time I freaking <laughs> deliver a sandwich. Like deliver. <laughs> but the movie ends with We Rock.
the movie (laughs) the movie typically ends with we rock but if you have the dvd extended version it has the bonus scene of our time is here which is and i answered (laughs) ollie (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i love our time is here i answered i had one of those template thingies asking people to give me a decom and I would say my favorite song from it. Somebody said Camp Rock. And I said I love playing my music, but Our Time Is Here is probably my second favorite from the first Camp Rock movie. Yeah. That is underrated. That's gonna be our outro song, y'all. It's so good. <laughs> I wrote when I finished watching that I wanted to watch the second one so badly after this, but I'm gonna wait until we cover it. Okay, we got a couple responses on our Insta. Oh, hold on. Outer Banks posted a new picture. Okay. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, we're good. Let me go on Twitter. Oh, we got stuff on Twitter? Yeah. I'm, yeah. Um... Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, Chantel. I knew. Look at him. Chantel oh. said Nate was such an under... Oh, wait. Oh, I already like that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I just saw it because I was on it when your Wi-Fi died. Oh. Wait, what did you say Chantel said? Okay. <clears throat> so Chantel said Nate was such an underrated character and that Camp Rock 2 was better than the first one. T. Who? Um. Kimmy said, This Is Me is such a great song. Ooh. And that's it for Twitter. Tell it, girl. Catherine said, can we just talk about Connect 3's hair for, like, five minutes? Oh, my God. I, when I saw that, it just reminded me of the TikTok again. Because when they wore the wigs. Why on (laughs) earth did they make Kevin Jonas have straight hair? Can we also talk about their outfits, though? Like, Kevin wearing that shawl thing? Whatever that was. Yeah. And then Nick wearing, like, the not all the way done tie. Uh, It was just a mess. Kurt Hummel, 2349, said that This Is Me is their favorite song. Classic. Yeah. Where's my... I was like, are you still pulling it up? I'm pulling it up. Why am I still swooning over that Christopher Wilde gif? I know. I I stopped and looked at it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, 416 said that Jasmine Richards' character, I think it's Peggy having her solo moment. Again. Love the love the moment. Hate the song. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> also her also her What Bell's Green said. <laughs> hmm? Oh yeah. Um also her playing guitar, her fake playing guitar is so bad. It's so bad. Like I that's why you have to fast forward through it. But I love the I love the behind the meaning of it (laughs) yeah so isabella who we played her voice message earlier said doesn't ivy love the jonas brothers indeed i do we both do honestly we should just do a whole episode talking about our jonas experiences (laughs) we could take a whole episode talking about girly with the pink hair outside honda center oof oof (laughs) we could do a whole episode Hold on that mess, but keep continue. <laughs> Kelly said she's really good. 
She's really good. She's really good. I just need to I need to clip that and just put that in here randomly. She's really good. Yeah. And then She's really good. That is all. Or cool. Yeah, cool. Well, that's all for high school musical. High school musical? <laughs> what? <laughs> you need to be so confused, dude. <laughs> oh, maybe I'm still out of it from the other night. <laughs> I was like, did, did we not just talk about the Jonas Brothers for an hour? <laughs> ah, that's all for Camp Rock, guys. This was a mess. Um, that's all for a Camp Rock slash Outer Banks episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all for our Camp Rock Outer Banks episode. Basically the same thing. They're both set by water. Um, we... <laughs> Okay. All right. So go ahead and follow us on both Twitter and Instagram at Just for a Podcast, and tell us your thoughts on upcoming decoms we're gonna cover. Wait, have you decided what we're doing next week? Next week, I think is an appropriate time to do Teen Beach movie, as I was supposed to be seeing Ross. Oh, yeah. One week ago today, it was my Driver Era concert in Meet and Greet, and I was going to be meeting them for the first time in six years, but that didn't happen, so let's do a Teen Beach movie. A sad life. You were so excited for that. I was. And also because that was part of the poll I did, and Camp Rock only won by one point. It was like 47 to 46. Yeah, so y'all so. wanted Teen Beach movie, so we're doing We're giving it to you. This podcast is distributed on Anchor, which is a podcast app where you can distribute your podcasts anywhere. You can listen to them, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. You can leave a rate and review on Apple Podcasts if you're feeling nice. On Anchor, you can also leave a voice message, just like Isabella's that we played earlier on in this episode. Thank you so much again to Isabella. You can leave one of those by visiting the link in the description of this episode, and we will play it out in the episode just like we did today and share our thoughts. So go ahead and visit that link down in the description. So stay tuned next week for Team Beach Movie, where y'all can hear me talk about cruising for a bruising for probably an extended amount of time. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a while. I have not watched the first one in a while. Truth be told, I've only seen the second one, I think, twice. So I'll be excited. I barely remember what happened. Yeah, I'll be excited when we come around to Team Beach 2. Lit. But yeah, so thanks for camp rocking with us this week. And (laughs) stay tuned next week while we cover Team Beach movie. Bye. Bye.